Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. Hello and hi, I am Dan Day. Hopefully you're staying high and dry on this Tuesday. I'm really hungry, so I'm just going to fill up on water the rest of the day until I can get home and actually get some real food, like some minus sandwiches or something like that. Ooh, we're going to get high on a supply of the Joe Rose Show with former Dolphin O.J. McDuffie in a few minutes, kind of taking a look at what this NFL season could look like. Dan Levitard Show, they were on vacation yesterday, but they're back today, so Stugatz will bring you his weekend observations. Then Hawk and Crowder continue the great ice cream cake debate. Right now, some great headlines. The Marlins have an exhibition game tonight at 7 against Atlanta. They open the season Friday at Philadelphia. Despite the FHSAA voting to start fall sports on time this year, Broward County will delay the start due to coronavirus. Defensive end Michael Bennett and receiver Antonio Brown have announced they are retiring from football. Both made multiple Pro Bowls. The NFL has offered to eliminate both preseason games due to coronavirus. No official decision has been made. Washington's NFL team has hired Julie Donaldson as its senior vice president of media. She takes the job in wake of the organization being accused of multiple sexual harassment infractions. Next season, the NBA will feature the Jordan Jumpman on their special edition statement uniforms. The jersey will be used by all 30 teams. And now, let's take a step into the day spa. Ah... <sighs> Italian police recently confiscated four and a half ounces of cocaine hidden inside of hollowed out coffee beans. Talk about a pick-me-up. Locals are reporting they hear ghost screams and footsteps constantly while near an abandoned hospital in Wales. At this point, I'm so bored with quarantine, I wouldn't mind making a visit to that ghost hospital. A 50-mile swarm of flying ants has been spotted in the skies of Great Britain. Now that is one summer party I do not want to be a part of. A screaming peacock has divided an Oakland neighborhood between those that want him to stay and those that want him to leave. Eh, put me on Team Peacock. Now on to weather. Tonight's forecast, rainy with temperatures around 80. Rising up, back on the street. When you get up in the morning, you put on Joe Rose. Weekdays, 5 to 10 a.m. right here on 560. The Joe, Joe Rose. Zach Krantz, Hollywood, they caught up with former Dolphin and all-around great athlete O.J. McDuffie this morning talking about which sport involves the most skill. Also, what is O.J. McDuffie's bowling average? 
what the preseason might look like or might not look like for the NFL. And, ooh, you better not be late. Better not be late. Joe, do you want to explain how this whole thing kind of got started yesterday? We're just talking, OJ, about sports, playing different sports. And we put up actually on Twitter, at Joe Rocho, what sports involves the most skill? Golf, bowling, and tennis. So right away I said, listen, there's one guy that I know because I've golfed with him and I've been to the bowling tournaments and he plays and he's a really good athlete at everything. Played all sports growing up. He's a perfect guy to ask. And then out of nowhere, Hollywood said, well, golf's not that hard. If I could play every day, I could shoot in the 70s. And I was like, there is no way. You can hear OJ laughing. So anyway, let me just start with this. What sport for you involves the most skill or hardest to play for you, golf, bowling, or tennis? Uh, for me, it is golf by far. Yeah, and I said golf that. Golf by far. I, uh, and I, and yeah. I've been saying that because I've seen you spray the ball like I was spraying it. We couldn't find our ball, and <laughs> we were frustrated, and I never golfed again. You still golf in tournaments sometimes. I quit. I just – that was it. That yeah, was it for me. Yeah. There's only about two dozen balls apiece, I think, through, <laughs> through seven holes, right? Oh, that was a miserable day. Never play in a PGA I mean, golf course before a tournament, ever. Ever. And never do that. We didn't have any spotters out there, man. We, I thought sometimes, Joe, we, we were barely off the fairway, and those balls were lost, man. It was gone. <laughs> Beautiful course, miserable day. A lot of respect for those those guys that play Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We're trying to, we had a bet on what your bowling average is because we know you're a good bowler. What's your bowling average? Oh, man. Um, I haven't bowled in a while. I haven't bowled since my tournament in February, and I really didn't bowl then. You know, I, I probably bowl around about 205 right now. Average? Woo! Yeah, I'm probably about 205. Yeah! Right oh, OJ, OJ, I just want to tell you. No, be quiet, Joe. OJ, I just want to tell you that I, out of the three of us here on the show, had the most confidence. I said I said that your average was easy at 190. Yeah. Easy. Yeah, I can, yeah, easy I can, fire, I can fire bowl 190 left-handed. Yes! OJ, I'm calling BS on all this, by the OJ, way. Take that, really, both of you. Kidding me? OJ, you really, you really <laughs> bowl. You average 200 plus. Like the the, the best yeah, the best bowlers in the world average like two twenty. Yeah, you know they're they got their, their track is a lot tougher than what I bowl on. Though. Okay, you know what I mean All they're right. they're oil slick and what they play on man is impossible for somebody uh, like you to bowl. On. I got you. I, they, did, I did not know. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. They have different patterns that they use that are. Uh, I mean, my ball falls in the gutter pretty much every time. They, they have so many revs and they, they get so much spin on the ball. Uh, the way I throw it, I probably throw half of them in the gutter with what they're with playing. I'd have to throw a straight ball on their on their track. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to bend it like I do, you know, on the regular track. I got you. You've never rolled a three hundred, right? Have you I done have. a perfect I've game? Three hundred. Yeah, I've done a three hundred and I've done a two ninety nine twice. So I choked twice as well. Well, don't worry if you're choking. Yep. Take I'm that, choking both every of you. Every time I go to throw, I I had no idea. Take okay. that, both of you. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. You really <laughs> jumped out there. Now, now he's just. What do you mean? You were hey. first off. Hollywood said that this guy. There's no way that could happen. You went low, and I went high. I knew. I said I was out there one or one or two times right. with OJ and the guys, and I had to be two lanes over from them because the way I was bowling, I looked like a third grader bowling compared to these guys. Maybe not even. <laughs> the only thing I was good at that night was drinking with these guys because we. We did a hell of a lot of ju- like that was it. Like otherwise, the, yeah, you don't yeah. realize the competitiveness that goes out there when OJ and the crew's out there bowling. How, how good is Kajana? Oh Carter? yeah, we call it. Key, Key's really good too. Key's probably about a one eighty five, one ninety average guy when he's on. What what kind he of ball? Golf? He can spend it too, man. Now he plays in a lot right. of golf tournaments. What 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 can he shoot? What what's what would you say is what? Uh, what's I he think his best now? scores were his best scores are probably in the mid eighties. Yeah. So what's his yeah, handicap? He's, he's uh, low teens, 13, 14 in yeah, there. Yeah, he's about, yeah, exactly. But well, he just had a baby, though, too. So his golf game has probably dwindled a little bit. 
So right, he's got right, a six right. months old. So I don't think y'all. His, his wife's not letting him out on that course like she used to. You know what I mean? <laughs> I never thought that would happen. By the way, that, hey, OJ, that's one of the greatest stories of all time because John Carter settled down when he introduced me to his wife. That was like, wow. Yeah. That was like yeah. one I never thought. I thought he was doomed to be single the rest of his life. And just, it's amazing. Bro, yeah. It was like a domino effect with all my buddies, man. You know, once I got married, they all started getting engaged and getting married and having babies and stuff. Man, I guess they're waiting on me. You know, yeah. to, to come off the market. You're asked to settle down, too. We might as well throw you in there now, too. So, right. yeah. Yeah, well, uh, it was all your fault, Joe. You know, when you called me out of Gates' event, you know, in front of the whole world. I scorned you, I man. I think that was... at that point. Hey, you want to hear something? I did that to Bobby McCain, and I thought of you. So, Bo doesn't tell me that Bobby McCain's girlfriend is standing next to him. So, I guess Bobby's to put his business out there. But oh, as boy. a girlfriend, I go, hey, Bobby, you're still banging him two at a time. Oh, and, and, man. And he goes, hey, Joe, how you doing? Uh, no, my girlfriend's here. And it was just like, I got to stop doing that, man. Cause you got, and I did that to you. And just this beautiful blonde that yeah. your wife now was was there and it was yeah. uh, OJ everyone that knows everyone that knows Joe for more than like five or ten years does everyone have a story like that around Joe totally just ruining a night for them because of that I think everyone every, has a every single like one of them right every right. single one of them man he's, he's, he's a jerk to everybody man I got a lot of growing up to do OJ and I'm working uh, on it all I can tell you is, is I, I, I'm working on it man so you feel I, I hope it's not too late for you Joe man I hope it's not too late <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope that ship hasn't sailed, bro. Hey, it's listen, my wife doesn't think any of it's funny to this day. She'll go, hey, listen, man, that's, that's really bad. That's not funny. I want to ask you about the uh, preseason, no preseason games as of last night. Your thoughts, no preseason for a uh, football season. Well, man, Joe, it's, uh, it, it's tough to see how they're going to play football, in my opinion. Um, look at some of these other sports and you know, how they're going to manage uh, to play and still have all these guys come in and test and positive. You know how it is on that on that line, especially, oh. you know, that O-line, D-line, you know, breathing on each other, straight across from each other, you know, contact, all the sweat, the workouts. There's just, you walk into a locker room and it smells like a locker room. So it's got to be some stuff floating around there. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's a tough deal, man, what's going on with this COVID, man. So I just read, I think on you guys' update, they're going to test them every day for two weeks. And then if everything's good, then it's less than five percent every other day after that. So with the, the number of tests you see on every other sport, I can only imagine the number of tests going to be with football. So it's yeah. going to be it's going to be a tough go at it. And they're not staying home. They're you know those guys at no. some point are going to be right. going home. And we're not talking about fifteen right. basketball players or seventeen basketball players. We're talking between eighty and ninety players and twenty coaches and uh, all those crazy numbers. Yeah, they got their work yeah. cut out for sure. OJ, it's going to be uh, crazy. What's this do to the rookie class for you? What what do we now expect out of this big rookie class of all these high picks? Well, you know what? I mean, I know they're a lot more mature than than I was when they, when I was a rookie. But man, those those camps, those OT, we had well, there were many camps out. As you remember, we had them. They were they were huge for me. You know, these OTAs are huge for those guys. That classroom work is, is huge. You know, I know they can do all they want on Zoom and things like that. But actually seeing that film, being in the classroom, being out on the field. You know, seeing how the veterans ran things, they're route-wise, and, you know, you can visualize it all you want. So you got David Howard, a 
know, Byron Jones on the opposite side of you, you know, when you still got to run that route. It's going right. to be uh, – it's tough. It's tough on those young guys. School of sin coverage. You know, yeah, you play in Alabama, but all the DBs and linebackers are good when you get to the NFL. And everything happens that much faster, you know. So it's it's a tough deal for young guys because that's, that's the biggest difference. As you know, Joe, that speed of the game. No matter where you went to college, it's even faster, obviously, in the NFL. OJ, I brought this up to Joe earlier. Have you ever seen a crazier start to a coach's uh, career than Brian Flores coming to the Dolphins, kind of gutting the team to start all over, 11 draft picks, free agency, and all the money they had, and now going into their second year, all these guys are kind of here on this team. No real training camp, no preseason games, and you start with New England. Welcome to your coaching career in your first two years. That's one hell of a start to a career, huh? That really is, man. You know, especially like you said, I mean, the turnover on this roster. Hell, the turnover all year last year. The number of guys he brought in for tryouts basically last year, and uh, obviously sticking with the guys that he, he were core guys for this year. And then, like you said, go out and get, what, 10 free agents that they all they targeted, 11 draft picks. I mean, that is, that's a tough deal right there. And, you know, Coach Flo is, is the man for the job. From what he did from the beginning of last year to the end of last year, I mean, I didn't think it was possible, man. I didn't know, I didn't know what to expect with that team, the way we started off. But the way we finished and how strong they were, man, it was one of – give the Dolphins five more games, man. There's no telling how, how well they would have played. So I, I just think that if anybody can handle it, you got a young coach that's – you know, that's energetic, that's, that's current. They're able to, you know, to adapt better than more of the older coaches are. So I think we got an advantage that way. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, we've been saying this a lot, OJ. You and I have been looking at each other the last 20 years going, well, this might be the guy. This I think this coach is, has got the goods, especially to relate to this group of guys. He can do what I call new tough love, where, where guys can right. respect it, you know, still get his point across So and uh, keep things simple. And, and by the way, OJ, was it that hard when you played for guys to be on time? Was that a problem back when you played for guys to show up to meetings on no, time? No. I mean, Shula, you know, Shula, that's oh. that fine book up front. He didn't you know play I mean? that. That fine book was no joke, man. That <laughs> Go ahead, OJ. I'm sorry. Yeah, it went back. It really went back to my, my Penn State days, man. Joe was Joe always don't don't be last, man. You had to be ten minutes early or you're late for Joe's meetings. You know, and if you are late, you're not two minutes late, you're two minutes times hundred and fifty people late, you know. So it wasn't like you know two minutes late. So yeah, he was he really didn't go for that late stuff, man. You know, somebody's gotta be last, obviously, coming in, but you wanna make sure you're not last. Yeah. Unless you're like, you know, by your quarterback or by one of the starting somebody's man. It's always that totem pole thing that you know, if you got a if you got a starter that's really good, like I come in with Blair Thomas, I could be I was in good shape. I was okay. Always come in with a star, cause then you know <laughs> Right. He, he can rip the, the guy that's not as good, but, you know, he knows he's got the other guy. The team can see the other guy standing right there. Oh, man. Yeah, I say that with Danny all the time, Joe. We, you know, we come in between, you know, go to talking pub or something before meetings at night during training camp. I'm, I'm with Danny. Whenever Danny leaves, I leave. Whenever Danny had to get to the hotel, I'm headed to the hotel right with Danny. I'll give you a better one. When I had him as a roommate, so I, I tell the story all the time, so it's not it's, it's nothing new. Like Arnsbarger would come in or some of the older coaches that were a little tough and they go, Good night, guys. He didn't even like he was not only was he not there, he didn't even fluff his bed up to put pillows underneath and look like somebody was there. He just left. And I was like, and I get up I get up in the morning and go, they said good night. And the guy turned the light on and said, Good night, you guys. And he saw I was the only one in the damn bedroom. And like he, none of them had the balls to go back and tell Shula the Marino wasn't in, in in his bed. He goes, Hey man, I'm going home. I'm not going out, but I'm going home and sleep in that nice house that I just built out in Weston with that big ass nice bed. And that beautiful young wife of mine. That's where I'm going. I'm not staying with Joe. So it was Hey, I had Troy Drayton run the run the shower for me, Joe. 
know. So when they came, I was in the, I was always in the shower. <laughs> oh my God, it's fantastic! I'd never heard of the shower. I've heard of the the pillows pulled back on the bed, but uh, never <laughs> showers. Awesome. Yeah. That's more realistic you than your pillows, Stu. Joe. Yeah, you imagine Stu coming into the shower to see if I'm in there. No, he wasn't coming in there. Man. <laughs> yeah. I uh, but but how about this one? And you know, shoes used to rip everybody. I saw Marino have a hat trick of interceptions, and one went for a pick six against the Raiders, and he never mentioned a word. And we're all looking. You know, you know how he rips everybody, like, during those film studies. Oh, man. Coach Shula was looking at guys that chased the guy and how hard they were running to try to, to tackle the guy who was running it back for the Raiders, is all he said with the three picks. <laughs> Never said a word. It's great having you, OJ. Thank you so much, man. As, uh, as well, right. We appreciate Anytime, it, buddy. Brother. Thank you, man. Good talking to you guys. Oh, Have a good one. Joe Rose, OJ McDuffie, some true rock on tours. What great stories that they had to share. Maybe not as good of a rock on tour, but special in his own way. Stugatz in the Dan Lebetard Show. I didn't know there was an award called the Balloon d'Or. Handed out by the French to who they think is the best football player of the past year. I had no idea France took the NFL that seriously. As Homer Simpson would say, don't. That's five minutes away on the best of the Joe show. This is the best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day, and ah, yes, some Faith No More epic blast from the past. Love Mike Patton's voice. Dude's kind of crazy, but I kind of like that about him. Faith No More, very unique rock band. The real reason I'm playing it today is because the band's guitarist, Jim Martin, had his 59th birthday today. A little more fate, no more. Speaking of unique, Dan Levitard show like none other right here on 560. The Joe starting at 10 o'clock in the morning till 1 o'clock. Stugatz, he gives you his unique take on what happened this past weekend with his weekend observations. It is time for Stugatz to share his game notes. No one in the media will tell you what happened better than my boy Stu. Dan! Don't look now. But in four days, it's Yankees, Nationals, Giants, Dodgers, Dan. Baseball is back. Look at that. Serious question. Should James Harden really have to wear a mask? Or just a mouthpiece. The NBA is building a barber shop inside the bubble for players, which upsets LeBron James since, according to him, he owns the rights to all barber shops, even with no fans attending baseball games. Am I the only one who still thinks the Marlins will finish last? In attendance this season. Did you get wrong the date that baseball returns by two days? Did you get it wrong by two days? Uh, four days it starts. I think it starts the day after tomorrow. Let's see. Oh, that's, that's you know what? not four days. Tuesday, Saturday, um, Wednesday, and then it starts. So four days, right? 
Um, look, I know that you play the character of the dumb guy, but that was so poorly done right there. So poorly done putting Saturday before Wednesday as if you didn't know it. It's after Thursday. I'm sorry. Dr. Anthony Fauci will be throwing out the ceremonial first pitch on Thursday in Washington to kick off the baseball season. Four days from now. Good for him. Well deserved. Now get back to work. For all you gamblers out there. Who love a good underdog bet. Fauci not wearing a mask is plus one million. Think a little bu- couple bucks there, Nano. <laughs> he will probably wear a mask. Yes, to God. A little fly around Fauci. <laughs> That's good value, though. It is good a value. Plus a maybe, million. Maybe you get lucky. You get lucky that he just decides to take it off at the foul line and then come back and get it. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence got engaged over the weekend to his longtime girlfriend. He's 20 years old. Hashtag. Young and dumb. Although, in the picture, Trevor posted of him proposing. He is kneeling down, but his knee isn't fully touching the ground. I think he may be trying to tell us something, Dan. That or he's running one hell of a trick play. Laffy Taffy, I like you, but you are too hard to open. There is no candy (laughs) I like enough. That I am going to work that hard just to open it. Put it on the poll, Guillermo. Is Laffy Taffy too hard to open? Same with now or laters. Just not worth it. Uh, scrape around to get the wrapper off. I'm not going to do it. When did Mark Cuban decide he wasn't going to shut up? Put it on the poll, Guillermo. Is Stugatz even lazy about candy eating? I thought you were going to put uh, on the poll. When did Mark Cuban decide he wasn't going to shut up? Mark, here's an idea. Worry about your own teeth. And clean out your own closets. Why is Mark Cuban cleaning out his closets? <laughs> he had someone uh, do it for him. Yeah. People in my community, don't wear a mask and let me see you. I dare you. Parents in Florida, some advice. Here's what I tell my kids. The man on your television screen, he's not your governor. You know who is? Me. I suggest you do the same. I'm telling you. Being the president in Sharknado 2 really got to Mark Cuban's head. I didn't know there was an award called the Balloon d'Or handed out by the French to who they think is the best football player of the past year. I had no idea France took the NFL that seriously. A Clemson quarterback changed his mind and decided to go to Ohio State. Dan, you know what that is? It's the rare time where the rich get poorer and the rich get richer. Wow. How about that? Can I ask you a question real quick going back uh, just a couple of observations? Which one? Yeah, Uh, sure. The candy uh, that is hard to open that isn't Laffy Taffy. What do you think the name of that is? Now and later. Why? I shouldn't have gone back there. I feel like you said something different last time. I don't he th- said now or laters. I know that because I wrote it for him. I, I'm shocked to find out that this is now and laters and not now or laters. Put it on the poll. Did you know that? It's uh, now and later. I don't think it's plural. I'm Although- learning so much right now. I always call those now or laters. I always ate like 50% of the wax paper, too. I never eat them. I can't get the wrapper off. So hard to chew. Yeah, not worth it. LeBron's rookie card. Sold for $1.8 million. Imagine what it would have sold for if he wasn't 3-6 and six in the NBA Finals. <laughs> what happened? Headline. Jack Nicholas fist bumps John Rahm instead of the traditional handshake. 
the Golden Bear. The Toronto Blue Jays are looking for a professional ballpark to play in in the United States. Marlins Park is one of the options. Seems perfect. A professional park without a professional team. The Buffalo Blue Jays would outdraw the Florida Marlins. Tiger, remember. Miami Marlins. Thank you. Eye on the prize. This is all a slow prowl on the road to Augusta. Dwight Howard, can you spend any portion of your career not acting like a jackass? Thank you. Whatever happened to wearing gloves? A tradition unlike any other. July 23rd, opening day. Nothing says spring like 96 degrees in Miami, 108 with the humidity, and 10,000 positive COVID cases per day. I thought this thing was going to disappear when it got warm. Can you get COVID if the person you're standing next to outside suddenly burst into flames? Did you say it's spring? Yeah. Isn't it? Are we in like in the middle of summer? Oh, I've lost track of time. Don't look now, but it took a world pandemic. That's why Saturday came before Wednesday. That had one of its own players praying to God that he would be alive the next morning for Major League Baseball to stumble into a way of making all their games feel meaningful. CBSSports.com. Monday afternoon, 4.50 p.m. Eastern. Third headline, Phil Mickelson takes a putt from 79 yards out. Hashtag COVID-19. Lefty. The Jets won't allow spectators at home games this year. Jet fans, I promise you, watching them lose from home is a much better experience than watching them do it in person. Report. Iowa's Kirk Ferentz was aware of mistreatment <laughs> in 2000. Whatever. You're saying you've it been, like Christopher Walken. You've been yeah, Ferentz, Ferentz, the you've, been ripping, you've been ripping him for many decades. Yeah, well, whatever. Kirk Ferentz. Kirk Ferentz was aware of mistreatment in 2018. I'm sorry. Did anyone think he wasn't aware? Jet fans, I'm telling you, you'll never want to go back. Looks like Buster Olney is going to be a little bit off on his prediction of the baseball season having a 1% chance of starting. Many of the top college football coaches have taken a pay cut during the coronavirus pandemic. Remarkably, every time one of them does, Nick Saban gets a raise. Don Mattingly deserves some consideration for NL Manager of the Year. For having the Marlins at a tie for first place in the NL East on July 23rd. 384 tests, zero positives. The NBA bubble seems like the place to be. And trust me when I tell you, because I was recently there, those 384 negative tests are the only 384 people in that area that don't have the virus. (laughs) Considering the amount of cases in Dade County... As compared to Broward County, shouldn't Dan be coming to my house to do the show? Hell is going on. <laughs> Speaking of hell, our prize. Doesn't matter what day of the week it is, weekend observations are great. And I do know what day of the week it is. I know weekend observations usually on Monday. Today is Tuesday. But Stugatz and Dan Levitard 
had the day off yesterday, so they delayed weekend observations one day. Although it doesn't seem as though after hearing that, Stugatz really knows what day of the week it is or even what time of the year it is. But then again, can you totally blame Stugatz with the quarantine, the lockdown, the curfews? Yeah, get a little hairy sometimes. Speaking of getting hairy, Hawk and Crowder are chopping it up. Yeah. Florida Panthers executive Doug Sifu calls out Hockman for his criticism of ice cream cake. Ah, what's better than one day arguing about ice cream cake? Having a second day arguing about ice cream cake. That's just five minutes away here on the Best of the Joe Show. This is the best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day. Happy birthday to Michael Fitzpatrick of the band you're listening to, Fitz in the Tantrums. Hand clap. That's a hand clapper right there. Michael Fitzpatrick, Fitz and the Patricks, keeping it going. Always got love for them. Got a couple of different celebrity birthdays on the music scene. Cat Stevens, 72 years old. Damian Marley, 42. I would say play some Damian Marley, but I'm going to save that for Fridays because that's what we do here on the Best of the Joe Show. Fridays are feel-good Fridays. We get some good reggae rhythms to glide you into the weekend. Robin Williams would have had his birthday today. John Lovitz! It is his 63rd birthday. I was looking up John Lovitz movies, and I was trying to think of, like, maybe a Mount Rushmore, but some of his movies, not too great. Great in The Wedding Singer, I know that. And I think John Lovitz is hilarious, but sometimes, man, And it would have been Ernest Hemingway's birthday. Sun Also Rises. Great book. Love me some Papa Hemingway. He also ran around Cuba drinking a lot, so gotta love that also. So happy birthday if you're having a birthday also just like Michael Fitzpatrick from Fitz and the Tantrums and the people I just mentioned. Gotta mention, Crowder is back. That's right. He is done with paternity leave. He and Hawk are wreaking havoc right here on 560 The Joe. Weekdays from 2 to 6. What they talk about today? Well, they asked each other, how excited are you for this Marlins exhibition game that's about to start just a little after 7 o'clock? And then the great ice cream cake debate continues. Are you going to watch the uh, the game tonight, do you think, Crowder? Yeah, I think I'll watch an inning or two with my son. He'll watch, he'll yeah. watch as much as I let him, but I yeah, I don't care if a damn if it's the best team in the history of baseball. I can't watch nine innings. No, I'm the I'm the same way. Like, I'll leave it on in the background or whatever. I feel like tonight will – because they open on Friday night, right, Solana? That's the actual Marlins opening night? In Philadelphia, yes. On Friday? Yes. Okay, so tonight, exhibition, I'm sure it'll have, for me, the uh, the Hall of Fame game effect. Ah, oh, this is great. There's sports. I, I, you know, 7.05, going to click it on, and 7.07, I'm right back to Dateline, baby. Can't get enough uh, of know, that Keith Morrison. <laughs> you know what? I and, and I can't watch baseball, And I, but I think what I've seen recently, with as much as you can hear, and you can hear the guys cussing out the ump, and you can hear the guys cussing out the pitchers, like, I, I kind of I kinda like the inside track that we get with no fans yelling and screaming. I enjoyed that. I like when they pump in the the crowd noise. They did it for the the uh, Inter Miami game. What was it? Tuesday night, like last week. The the one on TUDN. 
they pump in crowd noise. I, I, I'm telling you, I don't think they'll do with it with baseball games, though, right? Because there's not much crowd noise as it is, unless you're at a Yankees Red Sox game. So I don't even know if they'll have crowd noise, but um, big time, yeah. big pitch, you know, three two count, bottom of the ninth, something like that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah then you get a little crowd noise. Then yeah, you get a little yeah. something. Or unless you're at the World Baseball Classic with us, and it's the uh, Colombian team, and Crowder's yelling "Rojo, Rojo." <laughs> yes. You could bring Hank Aaron, Babe Ruth, all of them back. And if I'm at that World Baseball Classic, I'm still not watching baseball because there are too many dibbles and dabbles around there, man. Yeah, Hawk, we enjoy that. going on, man? Somebody texts in, you've got a problem if you bet the Marlins game tonight. I hadn't even thought of that, but now I'm going to. Now we will, we will be betting the Marlins game. <laughs> Somebody suggests that I start the Garrett Cooper interview with local Marlins player. How's the field playing today, as a matter of fact? I would love it. <laughs> I will tell you something delighted me beyond delight today i'm so excited to share this with everyone so uh yesterday uh you know we were meandering through a typical hockman and crowder show and i was talking about how uh i don't like ice cream cake and crowder agreed it's just not the right form for ice cream it's just just because something is good doesn't mean well if you turn it into a cake it makes it better like it just it just doesn't work with ice cream but you and i are swimming upstream on that a lot of people love their ice cream cake and the owner of the panthers one of the one of the partners Doug Sifu, he tweeted at me, you know, I don't mind criticism of the Panthers. I will not take criticism of ice cream cakes. And he had a picture of a, uh, a cookie puss that he had made when uh, when he worked at Carvel in Syosset, New York years ago. And I thought it was delightful. Every day, if you're in the media, every day the Florida Panthers, all the NHL teams do this, they send out an email. And it goes to the local sportscasters. It goes to the national sportscasters. It goes to the league. It goes to the NHL. And it's kind of an encapsulation of what is being said about their team in various media markets and outlets. You know, the Pittsburgh Penguins would send out their daily email, you know, Penguins Daily Clips, and it might say the the Pittsburgh Gazette, and, uh, you know, they said this, and blah, blah, blah. Florida Panthers email today out to all of the media has from NHL.com, Best of the Panthers 2019-20, from the Miami Herald, why Frank Vetrano is so important to the Panthers' reshuffled postseason lines, from the Sunset Sentinel, Dave Hyde, with all our teams playing at once, what if the impossible happens? From Florida Hockey Now, which I think is George Richards, uh, how will the Florida Panthers line up look against the Islanders? From WPLG Channel 10, Bubble Bound, Keith Yandel, not concerned about Panthers breaking safety rules in Toronto. And then from 560 WQAM, Florida Panthers executive Doug Sifu calls out Hockman for his criticism. Criticism of ice cream cake. Oh, best, 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 best line ever. Best title right? ever. I'm I mean, that is that the best first. tidbit. That's the best tidbit out of all the, and, but I picture, you know, all these hockey, uh, you know, people reading through this, you know, the, the very serious hockey people go, huh? And I'm like, yeah, who says there's nothing to talk about when there's no sports going on? Doug <laughs> Sifu calls out Hockman for his criticism of ice cream cake. It is such a great encapsulation. Doug has a lot of money. I thought he had his ice cream put in sushi or some expensive blowfish. Well, he could rack. now. He could yeah. now, man. He you owns Virtu Financial. So he, that like, uh, Doug Sifu is, uh, he is set set. Yeah. 
know what want, I'm saying? It's easy to make ice cream into a cake. I want you to make ice cream into cotton candy. Now we're talking. <laughs> mm. You can fluff up some ice cream, man. Cotton I'm candy ice cream, one. though. Cotton candy ice cream is a, is a delicious flavor. Yeah, that's, I'm talking about but the ice cream blown up. Come on, man. I have too much money. We can go get some ice cream cake. And my man, what's his name? Uh, Cookie Puss. He's a meth head. <laughs> Did you ever find that, uh, Solana? No. it's Tom uh, Carvel. It's been erased from our archives. I've seen it. Has it been listen, erased it, from YouTube as well? Look up, Go look up on YouTube, Cookie Puss, and tell me you have not seen him under the bridge off 79th Street by 95. Tom That's Carvel was like a, uh, that guy was a, a legend. I, I, I don't think Tom Carvel has been alive for 30 years, so. Uh, you're talking about Cookie Puss himself is a meth head or Tom Carvel? Co- cookie Puss, the, the actual, the, the cookie the you cake. showed me yesterday. Yeah, the yeah, cake. the cake. Bro, yeah, the eyes are a, always crossed. The, like, yeah, it's it. not pretty. It's not pretty. <laughs> now, Whaley, the whale Whaleathon, whatever you call him, he's okay, yeah. but uh, you keep that. Fudgy the whale. Fudgy the go. whale. Yeah, Tom Carvel died in 1990. He was born in 1906. I don't even remember. The only reason that I know the, the Carvel commercials is because Howard Stern used to play them on his radio show because I didn't grow up in New York, obviously, so I, I never heard the uh, the Tom Carvel commercials, but Stern used to play them all the time, and I, I used to get <laughs> such a kick out of hearing them because it would be like, Tom Carvel, and there's nothing more exciting than getting Fudgy the Whale for your dad on Father's Day. It is just like very straightforward, you know, and you're like, yeah, you know what? That is a good gift for dad on Father's Day. Fudgy the Whale. Who doesn't want Fudgy the Whale? He read it like you just read it because that's yeah, yeah. like sound like a war announcement yeah and- no tom tom carvel fudgy the whale and cookie puss you get it today for father's day you, you see if you can find that solana i know you said they've erased the internet but see if you can find that today if you get I'll, I, you know what i'll find it i'll find I, I it found, i'll send it to you i found a couple um i'll find cookie it puss commercials it i don't know which one it is though there's there's like oh, 20 i'll find on i'll find it i have one uh, here. let's if you no, but I'll, fi- I'll find it. I'll okay, find so it. Okay, you, so. I, I don't What What did you do today? Just out of curiosity. The show's been eight minutes old. What have you done today to get ready? I know yesterday you had the big monologue welcoming Crowder back, so that, that had to take you minutes. But what did you do leading up to today's show? Put in some, uh, some bangers, some new tunes, <laughs> some slappers, uh, which we'll hear uh, throughout the course of the show, of course. And right. I, my headlines today will be uh, probably the best headlines I've ever put together in the history of the show i can is that uh, so yeah. all right uh they were okay but still solana was actually doing a lot of work i was here earlier today saw him before the show busting it up so i think he was kind of playing coy right there on the ice cream cake i gotta agree with hawk and crowder ice cream cake you give it to me at a kid's party i'm gonna be man get some real cake i'm still gonna eat it but man just don't really want a ice cream cake i want cake I want ice cream, but not combined together as one thing. On the same plate, in the same bowl, the same sitting. It's cool. But I like my cake. I like my ice cream. I like them separate. So, yeah. Overrated ice cream cake. Don't get me one for my birthday. But if you do, thank you so much. I'll go home. I'll eat it like a meal. Speaking of other birthdays, who knows? Maybe these guys are celebrating with an ice cream cake or a normal cake for their birthday. Former quarterback and now NFL analyst David Carr is 41. He one time had a very, very odd take. Listen to this. Bill Walsh is a genius. Bill Walsh is a genius. And Joe Montana, Joe Montana arrived at precisely the right time. Just like the white wizard, Gandalf, right? He arrives precisely when he intends to. Joe Montana showed up from Notre Dame. Bill Walsh is a genius. The defenses they were facing 
were not even close to being ready for this. This was this is a walk in the park. This was seven on seven against junior high kids. They had no <laughs> idea what they were seeing with the shifts and the motions and the ball out on time. Steve Young is a is you know a far the one word that I will. David Carr saying Joe Montana right place right time. Man, if I remember correctly, Joe Montana's career Hall of Famer David Carr. Hmm. One guy who will be in the Hall of Fame and is celebrating a birthday, and you know he's eating some ice cream cake. C.C. Sabathia loved him when he played with my favorite team, the Cleveland Indians. They are still the Indians. I didn't like him so much with the Yankees, but I'm not a Yankees fan. He's always a cool guy. Here's a playback of his 3,000th strikeout passing that great milestone. Swing and a miss. He got him. Strikeout number 3,000 for C.C. Sabathia. He becomes the 17th pitcher in Major League history to pick up 3,000 strikeouts. And there are his teammates congratulating him near the first baseline. Congratulations to C.C. Sabathia. And once again, happy birthday, big old C.C. Sabathia. I know he's eating some of that ice cream cake right now, and he is loving it. He seems like the type of guy that would love ice cream cake, but hey, big man, you can do whatever you want. Carol Baskin of Tiger King. She recently celebrated a birthday. Party like it's your birthday. We're going to sit Bacardi like it's your birthday. And you know we don't give a fudge that it's your birthday. That doesn't creep me out at all. Kind of laughed at it. Let's hear it one more time. Party like it's your birthday. We're going to sit Bacardi like it's your birthday. And you know we don't give a fudge that it's your birthday. I like the last line in there. Fudge. Oh, that's so funny. That's so cute. I have been starving all day. I actually could possibly go home and eat a whole ice cream cake, even though it's not my favorite type of cake. I'd rather just regular cake. I've been drinking water, thinking that might fill my stomach up. Oh, I don't know if I have any more left in me. So I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'm going to drink some more water and I'm going to try to get home and eat some real food. Maybe some minus sandwiches, a bag of popcorn. Obviously, I don't know how to cook. People always say, well, oh, man, it's real simple to make this, this, and this. I'm like, oh, no, no. And then they tell me how to make it. And I'm like, I, I, I stopped listening when you said the first word. Like, I just can't cook. I can boil noodles. I can pop popcorn. I can make rice. That's it. That's it. When I boil noodles, I don't make a bolognese sauce. No, no, no. I just put some butter in there and maybe some spices, stir up. Same thing with my rice. Butter, spices, stir it up. Voila! That's why I weigh 130 pounds and I'm five foot ten. Looking good on the beach, I promise you. Be sure to download the podcast wherever you get your podcast, radio.com app, rwqam.com at Dan Day Radio on Twitter. This has been the best of the Joe Show. Later, slug. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.